0: Jump, Fritz Freed's Fantasy Follies. I'm not sure that was the correct way to say it, but I'm Wayne Gallman. Um, Fun fact by myself, I love Call of Duty. I'm on there. I have a clan. Uh, Myself, Mark Ingram, and some others. Uh, In the next few weeks, uh, I dedicate um, to Bryce White. Uh, And also my past two touchdowns this past weekend. Uh, Thank y'all for y'all's support. Welcome back to Jump Prishpreed's Fantasy Follies. That was Wayne Gallman. I am Jum Prishpreed. And thank you, thank you very much to Pat for that wonderful cameo from Gallman. Big shout out to calling his shot a week in advance. He he tried to get that uh, before the rivalry week with, with Bryce. And Gallman had a six-day turnaround rather than the two-minute turnaround that you get from someone like the God of Cringe. So unfortunate that we didn't have it last week, but love having Gallman and... I don't know what's going on. I don't know what this connection is between Pat and Mark Ingram. Because Pat assures me he did not tell Wayne Gallman to bring up Mark Ingram. But for him to bring up Mark Ingram, who he's never played with. gallman has been on the Giants his whole career. Uh, I don't think they went to the same college together. They're not in the same division. I, I, I don't understand how the two of them ended up being on. The same call of duty clan and that he would be the only one that gets called out as as a player that he plays call of duty with absolutely ridiculous there's there's some there's something there and I don't understand what it is but either way Pat and Mark Ingram are connected for life I think Pat just needs to I think he just needs to like follow Mark around and like live in whatever town Mark Ingram lives in, whenever for whatever team he's he's playing for. So I guess Pat's got to move to Baltimore for now, because he and Mark Ingram have a love connection that cannot be beat. We got a great show for you today, a packed show, but it's going to be quick. Um, I went ahead and sourced my own interview, since none of you stepped up to the plate to to jump onto the podcast. But don't worry, we'll we'll have an interview later on in the episode, so look forward to that. But before we jump into that, I, I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about commitment. And there was a lot of chatter this week, a lot of chatter this week about kickers and about Belichick and about Mike Nugent, Mike Hugest, Mike Ted Nugent. And, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of hate thrown around to players who hold on to players Players who hold on to kickers, players who hold on to running backs, players who hold on to tight ends that are not performing at the level that they should. And as one of those players that's known to do that, I think I held on to Trey Burton. No, not Trey Burton. Sorry, I held on to Kyle Rudolph last season for 10 weeks, even though he never put up a double-digit game. Commitment is something that you live by. You know, when you draft someone, you hang on to them. You hang on to that player for as long as you can, and you wait for them to turn it around because they are making a pledge to you as much as you're making a pledge to them. So to those who who are after Gonzo for Camir Fairbairn, shame on you. Gonzo's not Jay Gruden. Gonzo's not Hugh Jackson. Gonzo is not Rex Ryan at the end of his career. Gonzo is a committed player. And we bullied him away from Kamir Fairbairn, and that's just not right. So Gonzo, if you have an ounce of spine left in you, you will go pick Fairbairn back up and you will start him this week and you will prove Pat and the doubters wrong once and for all because by God, you drafted him for a reason and he's going to prove it to you. Show me that you can do that. Show me that you'll be that player. Show me that you'll be like Jesse who drafted Des Bryant when he didn't have a team and there was no shot of him joining a team, and he held on to him for nine weeks. Show me that. I want to see you be the new Jesse of this league, Gonzo, because you deserve it. As a fellow bottom feeder, somebody has to rise to the top. And why not rise by not acting than by acting? But anyways, we're going to get back into the thick of it. So we've got an interview coming, but before we do that, we have couple of ad reads this week as this podcast continues to grow in popularity we continue to grow in sponsors that want to work with us so uh, bear with me we've got an ad read right before this interview and then we'll jump into another ad read before we wrap up the episode um, so without further ado take it away jumps fantasy football podcast is brought to you this week by aol explorer AOL Explorer is a web browser that'll help you browse all the coolest things and finest fares on the net. The net is the internet, if you didn't know. This web browser comes equipped with all the fanciest things like the circular arrow for reload, uh, the arrow forward and back for back and forward, and of course it has a status bar at the top to let you know how quickly... Your website is downloading and all of your content will be soon to come to fruition right in front of your eyes. So again, please use AOL Explorer web browser for all your web browsing needs. And now, back to the show. All right, everyone. We now welcome on a very special guest. It is Tampa Bay Bucks legend, Oakland Raider legend. Monday Night Football announcing legend. QB camp legend. That's right, it's John Gruden, everybody. Welcome to the program, John. Thank you for making some time out of your schedule to, to be here with us. Uh, I know you're an excitable guy, and I'm just hoping we can get some of that excitement out of you today. If I get out of hand, just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Sure, John. Sure. I mean you are kind of a jerk but I guess that is that is the point right um anyways re- really appreciate having you so so right off the bat I just want to walk you through some of the people on my lineup so you can give me some feedback you know we're we're having you here so you can help me with my with my fantasy team um I'm supposed to be an expert here but uh I I am one in 3 I scored 60 points last week it's just it's just not working um, so let's just go through the lineup all right so coming in this week i've got the 18th ranked quarterback starting i've got the 16th 39th and 20th ranked running back starting i've got the 24th and 57th ranked wide receivers starting i'm starting a tight end that hasn't played a game since January and is 38 years old and my starting defense put up negative one points last week what do you think so See how they do it in arena football Call your breath Wait so you're saying I, I should quit and play arena f- Fantasy arena football Is that even a thing Fantasy arena football Arena fantasy football I, I mean maybe if I jump in now I can have the type of research that nobody else has And I can be I can finally be the expert Because I'll score the most points Because I won't be playing against anybody else So whatever my lineup is It's always going to be the most points I like the idea and I really like the ricochet shot at Jay because that Redskins team is basically an arena football team. I mean, they have three quarterbacks, which means you don't have one, and all of them are their own version of shitty. So it's a good, it's a good ricochet shot and everything. But you didn't really give me any real thoughts. You just kind of threw your brother under the bus. It, it didn't really feel relevant. So I, whatever, it's fine. Why don't you just let's let's move on. Let's think about. Um, let's think about some of the things I did before the season started. So while the other season was going on, you know, um, last season was one to forget. I came in last place. I think I won two games. It was really bad. Um, But one of the things that that I was able to do is I was able to trade away Leonard Fournette um, for Calvin Ridley and Trey Burton. And this was, this was a way to, to really solidify my keeper situation. Um, Now it, it did let Bart keep Fournette in round six. But to be fair, I was able to keep Ridley in the 15th and Burton in the 14th. And Burton I didn't even end up keeping. Uh, but, I, but Ridley in the 15th. So, what do you think? Would you agree with that trading strategy? Did that make sense? I mean, I just need, I felt like I needed to just kind of solidify the future with somebody as, as great as Calvin Ridley. You're the stupidest b- I've ever seen. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if it was stupid as much as it was... I guess it was probably probably a little bit lazy i mean i probably could have shopped him around a little bit better um, probably could have got somebody that i had a little bit more confidence in keeping than just trey burton because he wasn't really anything anyway and it was more just a hoping that he would have upside but like you know i'm just i guess i'm just more of like a casual player you know i was i'm just trying to have fun and hang out with my friends i'm not trying to win everything all the time i guess you know so casual like a house mouse like a house mouse are they known to be casual what does that even mean john you're losing your mind like you're getting into this jerk territory and now it just doesn't even make sense like you're just spouting words in the hopes that they make sense a house mouse is not casual from what i would surmise you know they're constantly trying to sneak around they've got to figure out ways to shoot from room to room like there's nothing casual about a house mouse Okay, John, it's clear this isn't really, um, you're not really going to be giving me a whole lot of advice, but why don't I ask one more time? You know, we're into week five. What are your thoughts? Like, what what should I be thinking about? How should I be approaching the rest of the season here? Or am I just, am I this fantasy irrelevant player? This is the last shot right here. You know what I'm saying? And you're either going to explode onto the scene or you're just going to be like a, one of them deals. You know what I'm saying? yeah you're right, you're right all right, well, this was thoroughly depressing for for me and for my team, i guess, but uh last shot let's let's see how we can explode onto the scene let's let's see how we can not one of them deals as you say well anyway um it's thanks thanks again for coming, i guess john um you know, I think uh I feel like I was all excited for for getting all this advice from you and I was gonna figure out a way to turn this thing around and win the league and I mostly just got made fun of, so I, I feel like I you know I guess I was on the naughty list or something. I woke up and I my stocking was full of coal or something. I don't know. Ho 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 Yeah, ho ho ho. Alright, John. Why don't you just get out of here, man? This is this wasn't really this wasn't really worth it. What about you, Jim Mora? You think I got a shot at the playoffs? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Yeah, you're right. I hear you. I hear you. Well, thanks again to my, to my guests. We're going to take a quick break here, but don't go away because we'll be back with more Jum preeds, Fantasy Follies right after this. This episode is brought to you by Ken Bones. Ken Bones Boneyard for Pups and all you fantasy footballers alike. This week, for Jum's Fantasy Football Follies, we have a great special going on where we get three free special bones, three free special Ken Bones backyard bones for pups and fantasy footballers alike when you buy 50. So use the code 53 at checkout at Ken Bones Boneyard for Pups and all you fantasy footballers alike.com backslash Jum Prishpreeds fantasy football Follies backslash 53 Bones Okay, now it's time for a new segment called Jum's Hot Tip of the Week and Jum's Hot Tip of the Week this week is brought to you by Gelson's Party Sardines who have their own hot tip and that's to cut off the tip of a party sardine and keep it in your pocket for good luck when you gramble Thank you, Gelsons. Um, and so my hot tip this week um, is actually a, a conditional tip, but it's a player prop um, and it's based on tight ends. So for a little bit of context, I picked up Ben Watson this week on a flyer, assuming, hey, you know what? First game back, back on the Patriots. Patriots are known to do their little thing where as soon as a player comes back what that nobody expects, they just go off and... Score four touchdowns and are like the main focal point of the offense for a week, and then disappear the following week. So my thought is, hey, that might be the case with Ben Watson. But my challenge is, I'm struggling if I actually want to go through with this plan because there's very high likelihood that he could also just literally be—it's a Belichick move where he brought brought him in to block, and and he'll do like no route running whatsoever, and he'll be involved in like 12 percent of snaps. Um, so it's really to me it's really one or the other there's going to be no in between he's either going to get zero points or he's going to get 50 points Um, and so I'm deciding between him and Eric Ebron and because I've got this this Sophie's Choice thing going on I know for a fact that whichever way that I go the other player is going to be the one that goes off so keep an eye on who I have starting at tight end this week whether it's Ben Watson or Eric Ebron and if it's Ebron Get as much money as you can on some Ben Watson player props on touchdowns, yards, whatever. And if it's vice versa, get as much money as you can on Eric Ebron because there's no way I'm picking this one right. That's just not in the cards for Jummy. It doesn't work that way. It never will work that way. So, again, that's Jum's Hot Tip of the Week brought to you by Gelson Sardines. Now that we're entering fall, they've got a lovely pumpkin spice flavor, so check that out at your local green grocer. Okay, quick mailbag before we depart, uh, I didn't get a whole lot this week, I got I got one great entry and I would love to see some more, and so I've been hounding you guys over and over again to start using the voicemails because I think that would be an easier way to do this, but for now I don't have any, so we'll, we'll take it into the written mailbag, we'll answer your, your fantasy questions, and then we will call it an episode. So let's jump in. Hey Jum, reigning champ Cali Life 420 swag here. Big fan of the show first time caller going a little off topic here but i love the celebrity circle you run with so my question is from your experience who eats the most gelson's party sardines out of you monte cringe boy and the bone zone also i have to disagree with your girly assessment last week everyone knew he w- he has the knees of a geriatric and the ramps weren't going to give him the touches well first of all Cali Life 420 Swag, I don't give a shit about what you think about my girly assessment because I don't do this for your approval. I do this as the fantasy expert that I am, and I know everything, which is why I'm so nice to you guys and let you beat me 10 weeks out of the year for your own self-esteem. But here's the deal. I know everything about fantasy football. I just know how to pick the wrong things too. So I don't know if you noticed Todd Gurley had a nice three yards per carry – this week a couple more touchdowns so maybe sean mcveigh is listening to me but either way let's go back to your question so which of the celebrities eats the most gelson's party sardines well i think um you know i've seen them all i've seen them all take down quite a bit uh and you know usually you get the party sardines more for the it's more like um you know how it, at like thanksgiving dinner you might have uh, kind of a centerpiece in there that has like lemons or some other kind of fruit or whatever something something that is is a food but is more decorative to kind of tie the room together gelson's party sardines is typically kind of the aromatic centerpiece as as you might say um so you can you can eat a couple but it's really more more there to kind of tie the room together, have a great presentation. But as you can expect, the god of cringe doesn't really listen to that. So he, he, he pounds quite a few. Um, but the surprising answer is actually that it is Monte Ball, and that has been the downfall of his NFL career. So he started fairly brightly. We thought he was going to be great. He was drafted early. He was supposed to be the main guy. Um, and then C.J. Anderson told him about Gelson's Party Sardines, and that boy just put on pounds. So unfortunately, Gelson's party sardines may have been the reason for Monte Ball's untimely end to his career. but I don't think he'll ever admit that, but feel free to reach out to him uh, via cameo, ask him what he thinks about Gelson's party sardines. ask him what his favorite flavor is. I've seen him eat a lot of the Aloha pineapple version of, of Gelson's party sardines where they take um, kind of a they take a, a pineapple and they leave it out for about 20 days. Um, and then they kind of mash it into a little paste, and and really sprinkle that paste over over the sardines, and then vacuum pack it, put it in a in a bag, and it becomes almost a Gelson's party sardine chip. So I've eat, I've seen him eat a lot of those, but uh, you know, it's unfortunate for for Monte and for Gelson's that they they uh, they couldn't be a match made in heaven, and it led to his the end of his career. But you know, that's what that's what will happen with Gelson's. They'll get you. Those suckers are. Tasty, they are smelly, they are stinky. So that's the show this week. Thank you to Pat for the lovely Wayne Gallman cameo. Thank you to Mark Ingram for being Pat's blood brother. Thank you for to Callie Life420 swag for the great mailbag question, even though you're wrong about Todd Gurley. And you know, everybody, bye. Buy the merch. Buy, buy whatever products we're selling. I don't remember exactly what the ad read was this week for the, for the first segment. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure the ad reader was great. So thank you to whoever that was. And uh, let me know what your thoughts are for next week. Let's, let's get some interviews going. Let's get some, let's get some content slinging. Slinging that sweet tent. Because my brain is going dry. So help me out here. All right, guys. Bye.